1: You have one message, first message. Hi, Luke, it's Haley. I'm just calling you because I feel like after having listened to this week's podcast about Taylor Swift, I just like have a lot of things I need to get off my chest and discuss with you. So let's just dive right in. Taylor Swift is an icon. Like I was listening to the episode yesterday talking about Taylor Swift. And I just have to say, Jolie and Ellen were excellent. They completely nailed it. Taylor is a marketing and songwriting genius. Message erased. No remaining messages. From Mill Media Group, this is 30 Pop. A weekly peek back at the music, movies, sports, fashion, politics, and news from 30 years ago. I'm your host, Luke Bromley. This is Season 1, Episode 43 the last great gift of the 80s. Today we're looking back at the week that ended, Saturday, December 23rd, 1989. Hello friends and happiest of holidays to those of you who are celebrating in one way or another this week. Welcome to episode number 43 of 30 Pop, our next to final episode of our first season, looking back at the glorious end of the glorious 80s. Hopefully you're listening to this while driving safely to a place where you'll be surrounded by exactly the people you most enjoy in the world, be they family or friends or perhaps none of the above. As for me, I'll spend this week battling my annual upper respiratory infection, which I thought I was going to miss this year, but alas. It's for that reason, as well as the tremendous amount of Christmas shopping I still have left to do, that this is going to be a little shorter episode than normal. I probably would have taken these holidays off altogether, but if I did we'd miss our chance to talk about one of the 80s' greatest contributions to pop culture past and present, The Simpsons, which debuted 30 years ago this week on Fox and is still running, remarkably, in its 31st season today. Now, I was never really allowed or at least encouraged to watch The Simpsons in the household in which I grew up, Certainly not in its first few seasons when I was but a wee child, but I do feel like I spent a fair amount of time in my teenage years familiarizing myself with the show and its characters. I was a fan by my standards, but probably not by those of any real Simpsons superfans. I have friends who quote and reference obscure moments from the show on the regular, and I almost never know who or what they're talking about. But they seem to understand each other on a deep level in those moments. One such friend, one who is like a brother to me, is Nick Willard, who joined me on the show a few weeks back to document his inaugural viewing of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We sat down again this week so he could make his best attempt at inviting me to share in his Simpsons super fandom. I am, admittedly, a pretty hard sell, but only because I enjoy making his life difficult. So I can't say he necessarily succeeded in his attempt, but I had fun anyway. Here's our conversation.
0: Nick, welcome back to 30 Pop. It's Thank only you. been three weeks this time. It's been much less time than the first Yeah, separation. that's great. <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. So we realized when we were recording a few weeks ago for Christmas Vacation that you're also the perfect guest for today's episode. Looking back 30 years at the debut of The Simpsons. Oh, the greatest TV show in history. Wow. Is that really what you think? I do. And wow. it's heyday. Absolutely. In and it's I hay- think okay. the longevity proves it. Well, or gives credence to it. I mean, I would still say Arrested Development's a better show, but maybe the greatest animated show? See, maybe. May, okay, I'll give you that. But the benefit to The Simpsons is that they don't have to age their characters. I'm going to give you the opportunity to sell me on the hypothesis that you just presented. Because I, as a kid, was not allowed to watch The Simpsons, it was me discouraged deeply in my family. I've seen plenty of it at this point. Mm hmm. I just don't have it memorized the way so many of my friends do. You being one of them. You very often will quote The Simpsons to a blank stare reference from you. Reference The Simpsons, and I have no idea. Yes, it's just right over my head. Yep. So. Convince me. Why is The Simpsons the greatest in your mind series of all time? How many seasons did Arrested Development do? At this point, they're in their fifth season. Yeah, but do you count the Netflix seasons? We're not. Yes, I do. Yeah, I absolutely do. Since they remixed season four, it feels like Arrested Development. Okay. Because so I didn't wa- I didn't enjoy season four as much as the first three. The original yes. version of it, watch the remix and you will. Okay. I, like truly, I couldn't make it through season four. Mm-hmm. I was so disappointed with it. And yeah. then when they remixed it, I watched it and it felt like Arrested Development again. Okay. Was so thankful. I will watched it. Yeah. Worth it. Promise. Okay. Okay. So let's well, so not on compare. One, we're not okay. about comparing Longevity because that is a sore spot for Arrested Development. It didn't get the time yeah. that it deserved. I also am not a believer that Longevity makes a show better because in yeah. my mind, the British version of The Office, which is only two seasons and a special, is perfect. So... Fair enough. So the Simpsons permeates so much of our current culture. There's so many just like, eh, what are you going to do? That's from the Simpsons. Or, meh, that's from the Simpsons. These just, I don't understand what you're talking about right now. Okay, Were those references to the show? Yes. But also not because people use them all the time. Like you don't realize it's from the show. I don't think those are from the show. Those yes, may have been on the show. I don't think they're from the I show. I think they are. Meh. Meh. I don't yeah. think that's a Simpsons thing. It absolutely is. What are you going to do, man? Yeah, what are you? I do? don't think that's a Simpsons thing. It absolutely I think that is. is. That is a part of like American vernacular. Now it is absolutely. I think I it agree. always has been my whole life. Nope. Yeah. What are you going to do? You didn't get into the show until you were in high school. You're telling me until you were in high school, you'd never heard the phrase "What are you going to do"? Not to the extent or with the googling. Okay. <laughs> But think of the writers that they've had. Nothing about the Simpsons comes up on my search what are you going to do? What is the date stamp on what are you going to do? There's no date stamp. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what are you going to do? There's a lot of Raven Simone references. When did Raven... She's from Cosby. Yeah, but it wasn't it's right. probably from the show that's I so Doubt Raven. It. So So far, you're not selling me. You've given me zero reason to believe that The Simpsons is I haven't done my research. You haven't done anything at this point. I'll do my research. What do you like about The Simpsons? Give me complete sentences. (laughs) I love the quick one-liners. I love the quotiness of it. I love the fact that they can always restart. They can start one episode without ever having... So there's no running storyline? There's no running storyline. So they can start fresh everywhere. The running storyline is the characters that are in there. So Homer could at one point, I don't know, become a genius because they took the crayon out of his brain. And then the next is episode. Is that an actual reference? Or absolutely did it is. Okay. It absolutely is. And then he puts it back in because people like the dumb Homer better. Okay. But anyway, I don't feel like I'm doing the show justice. You're not. But it is, I mean, you're definitely not. I okay. like the show less than I did when this episode started. The writers on that show have gone on to do bigger and Amazing thing, Conan, Conan O'Brien. O'Brien being one. It obviously, was, that's great. He's the big name that I can think of right now. But there's dozens of. He's others. a big enough name, so that is some street cred for the show. And he was a very small part of the show. Okay, well then Which it's less <laughs> street cred for the show. No, they they're like, okay, you're good, but we'll go on to better things. Let me mean that he was only in the series early on, not for like an extended uh, season period of time. five or six. Yeah. Right, okay, so that's all you mean. Not that he didn't contribute much, just that he didn't contribute for very long. Yes. Okay. But that's what they do is they get these genius writers who write, and then they move on, and then they get more genius writers, and they write. So lots of turnover at the company. That's Sure, we'll call it turnover, uh, or you could call it like they write in their prime, and then they move on. We'll call it turnover. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Give me another something that you love about The Simpsons. All of the laughter it made in my family, in my heart. (laughs) So, I genuinely like the show, but you're making me play devil's advocate, and I'm having to argue against The Simpsons. All I want is to know why you think it's the best show ever. I don't know how to explain it. It's just the greatest show ever made. So, it's... A hypothesis not, is not an answer to a hypothesis. Correct. Okay. Correct. It does not I agree. Prove, you do not prove your hypothesis by can restating you, it. Can you name a show that has more one-liners than this show does? Arrested Development. No. The office. No. Yes. More one-liners. Yes. No. Per
1: capita, per episode for the not even the, the length episode, of the I'd series.
0: Say. Absolutely. The,
1: also, I don't think one-liners prove that a show is the, the greatest show ever made. One-liners is not the standard by which
0: we measure good comedy. Correct but it is a standard. Is it though? Absolutely. I don't know that it is. You don't think one-liners are funny. I didn't say that I don't think one-liners are funny. I don't think it that is, I've ever thought like what's the metric. best show? Well, let me see who has the most one-liners. It's so you could define a show, you could define What if one-liners take away from the comedy? Well, in this case it doesn't. <laughs> okay. Okay, so let okay, so my my I'll give you one, I'll give you the one-liners. Also, one-liners is your is one of your reasons, give me more. So the the We'll move on. I don't care if it's the best show or not. Here's what okay. I want to know. What are some of your favorite moments from The Simpsons? Oh, my gosh. Do you have a favorite episode? Do you have an episode that the, as soon as someone talks about The Simpsons, you're like, this is my favorite one? The Lemon of Troy. Okay, what's that? So it's the episode that the famed lemon tree of Springfield gets uprooted and stolen by Springfield and gets taken to Springfield to a, an impound lot. And the okay, boy- Okay, so char- Springfield is a town. Is it also a character? Springfield is the town. Right. I meant Shelbyville. I'm sorry. Springfield is the town that the Simpsons live in. Okay. And their lemon tree, their famed lemon tree gets uprooted and stolen by Shelby Shelbyvillians. Okay. And so it goes to Shelbyville and the boy characters all go to get the lemon tree back because it's such a big part of their story. And it's just... you, we, Just a great episode? It's a great episode. I can tell you step by step why it's such a great episode because we could... I don't know if you can uh, based on our last conversation. So, so when... The, <laughs> So we don't have to. I when don't they, want you to strain yourself. When they, when they decide to go invade Shelbyville to go get the lemon tree that has been stolen, Bart does this big monologue. He goes, today we step over this line. And Can you we, do it in more of a Bart voice? Today, no. Today <laughs> we step over this line and become men. And as he's saying that, you see in the background, Lisa and another girl running back and forth from one side of the border to the other, playing with a kite. Just like, hee, it's just funny and so they go on and they they're looking for all these clues and and it's the one-liner where which we all know is the standard by which you measure greatness go ahead (laughs) and so they're they're doing their research or whatever and bart is looking through binoculars trying to read lips and Mel goes oh i thought you could read lips and bart says i assumed i could like that's just hilarious (laughs) And then they're looking, and Bart's get discouraged, and he says, "Oh, I feel as worthless as that lemon-shaped rock right there." And when you first watch it, you're like, "Oh, that's be funny because it's a lemon," and then it's not. There's actually a lemon that's right behind the lemon-shaped rock, and they go, "Wait a minute! There's a lemon behind that lemon-shaped rock." You just you need to see the episode. Oh, I guess bro, so. I guess it, so. It brings us stupider, like a fox. It brings us. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I can't, I can't. Again, you're referencing these things like I know what you're talking about. You should, because that's one of the greatest episodes ever written. I need to do more research, but I stand by my statement that Simpsons is the greatest comedy sitcom ever written. I might have to send you some other sitcoms to watch. Please. I'm not saying The Simpsons is bad. I liked The Simpsons. I do think they should end the show. I think at some point, like maybe 15 years ago, they probably went, (laughs) Yeah, I stopped, far, watch, I stopped whereas, watching like, after season 9 or 10. Okay, and they're in their 30s now, right? Yes. Like the show is, I mean, I, I get that we have just completed, like this week it actually became 30 years old. Gosh. But I think they've done more seasons that, or maybe they're in their 30th season. They're, I don't yeah. know. That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. And that is that points to a trend in American television to just go too far. They're trying to capitalize on it for way too long. Rather than just let the series be what it is, When the story is done, stop telling it. But that's the thing. They don't have a story. Like, each single episode is its own. Sure, but who's still watching The Simpsons? Apparently. They wouldn't make it if it wasn't. I'm not sure that's even true. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that no one's watching it. I'm just saying, like, what new thing is The Simpsons possibly doing? I don't know. I don't know either. I haven't watched it in. Right. And you're a super fan. Years, like yeah. I would describe you as a Simpsons super fan in their heyday. And you don't watch it anymore, and you haven't in years. Yeah. So none of this was meant to be Simpsons bashing. It's a great show. I'm so happy to get to celebrate it 30 years and later. I can't wait till we record this, this. We're absolutely keeping this. No. Yeah, we are. This so, is a bad representation of the show. I agree wholeheartedly. So thanks for being on, <laughs> and hopefully we'll have you on again in the future. Probably not. To, so. to misrepresent. Probably not. Other things that you love. Well, yeah. See you, Nick. Hugsies.
1: Big thanks to Nick for being on the show and for being such a good sport. In all honesty, we agreed to get together again this week so he could prepare a bit and try again to make his case, as he was not terribly proud of his initial effort. But like I said, I'm under the weather this week, so I had to cancel. Maybe we'll try again after the holiday craziness and release that as a bonus episode over on our Patreon page. In the meantime, other things of note from this week in nineteen eighty nine, the number one film at the box office was, fittingly, for the second week in a row, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But another pretty major film release happened this week as well. The third blockbusting award show sweeping film to release in two weeks, following last week's Driving Miss Daisy and Glory. The Oliver Stone-directed, John Williams-scored, Tom Cruise, Kira Cedric, and Willem Dafoe war drama, born on the 4th of July, hit theaters on December 20th, 1989, and went on to win Golden Globe Awards for Best Drama, Best Director, Best Screenplay, and Best Actor in a Drama, as well as the Oscar for Best Director. As I was only 10 years old at the time, and because I'm generally not the biggest fan of war or war movies, I've never actually seen this one, but I hear it's excellent. The only other pop culture news from 30 years ago this week was that of the Billboard Music Charts. The number one album spot on the charts was regained this week by German pop and R&B duo Milli Vanilli, for whom the joys of commercial success were soon to fade away. There was also a new number one single in the country this week in the form of Phil Collins' Another Day in Paradise, off his November release, But Seriously. A pretty fantastic record, which would claim the number one album spot the next week. That's pretty much it for this week in 1989, friends. In fact, in all honesty, that's pretty much it for the year and the decade. There are a couple things worth mentioning next week for our final week of the decade, but for the most part, all of the good stuff from the 80s was done and over. And our collective focus was fully on the new, shiny, neon 90s. And that's where, once again, our collective focus will turn with this show beginning in January. We'll have one more quick episode next week to close out the first season of 30 Pop, and then we'll be on to season two the following week. I hope you'll join me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and this entire first season of the show, and special thanks to those of you who've donated a few minutes of your time in 2019 to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. At least to the 97 of you who didn't rate the show at one star. And to the one of you who did give this show a single star rating, what can I say except, eat my shorts, man. 30 Pop is produced, edited, and mixed by me, Luke Prawner. Our artwork is by the amazing Heather Hale. To check out
0: more shows from MillU Media Group, visit MillUmedia.com, which is linked in the show notes for this episode. And if you have a story from 1989 that you want to share on the air, email 30poppodcast at gmail.com.